I never meant to cause you any sorrow. I never meant to cause you any pain. <laughs> I only wanted one time to see you laughing. Only wanna see. Whoops, I fucked it up. Hang on. Only one time to see you laughing. <laughs> Listening to, to Bear, Bear Friend, Friend Tea Party, Tea Party the, the world's only podcast. I'm pompous small town mayor Christopher Winter, and joining me on the program tonight, 
sexy but straight-laced librarian, D. Gunnard Beamish, and innocent, lisping schoolboy, Dr. Jonathan Bumpers. Ah, man, I thought I would be the librarian. Yahoo! Smooth-talking con man, Jeremy Mullis of North Carolina, could not join us tonight. He is off busy conning people. Well, I mean, to be strictly accurate, he could. He just didn't. Wow. Should we cut him on the phone? Yeah. Did you did you get the uh, did you did you get the Music Man reference there? What? Those were all characters from the Music Man. Wait, literally? The pompous pompous small town mayor, sexy but straight laced librarian, <laughs> innocent <laughs> lisping schoolboy, and smooth talking con man. Oh, that's really good. No, I did See, not it's get subtle. that. That was, that it's was subtle. It's subtle. You got you got to listen multiple times and think about it. See, I would have said businessman pretending to be a train, number one. <laughs> businessman <laughs> pretending to be a train, number two. I, I probably would have got that like five months from now on my fourth or fifth listen. I don't even I don't listen think... when you say that shit because you just say random stuff. So is, is it actually yeah. some in-joke well thought out every single time? No. no clearly okay. no, 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 That's, that's the, the first time, time they were. were. But, um... So before we get started, uh, does anybody have any listener email corrections or addenda? Listener email corrections and addenda. This is usually Jeremy usually does this. Did anyone check? Has anyone checked the email on um, flowersofdisgust.com? Let let me just reach into the let me just reach deep into the mailbag here. Um, no, there's nothing. <laughs> okay, I, I I do have a quick correction. Um, I'm 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 a little embarrassed about this. Um, in numerous episodes, including this one, I introduced Bear Friend Tea Party as quote the world's only podcast. Um, uh, now I want to stress that when we came up with that hook, we all honestly believed it to be the case. We said that in good faith. Uh, in fact, back in early 2014, when Bear Friend Tea Party was born, it is very possible that it was the world's only podcast. I mean, who's to say? You can't prove a negative. However, I did a little research earlier today, and it turns out that currently there are at least three other podcasts. Um, I have heard rumors of others, but I haven't seen any hard evidence the three that I know about for sure are number one, Audio Fictions, a Harry Potter fan fiction podcast produced by something called the MuggleNet. Number two, the Star Talk Radio podcast with Neil deGrasse Tyson. Which we've actually referenced on our podcast several times. Has been referenced multiple times on this program. I, I thought it was just a gag. I thought it was a running gag. So we should have noticed. Uh, I can think of a couple more. As if there was another. Hey, Mia Culpa. Well, my my third uh, is Our Rivals, oh, yes. the Adam Sandcast a bullshit <laughs> podcast produced by stupid assholes. Chris, you're forgetting again. Uh, you're forgetting uh, the popular podcast Robot or Not. I've I have heard rumors of that podcast. I've yet to see hard evidence. That is, of. that is my new favorite podcast. And then you're also forgetting uh, Family Chatters, a retrospective podcast, <clears throat> which is a podcast covering the ninth season of the television show Family Matters. Uh, also, uh, I believe that. Um, Veteran character actor Stephen Tobolowski is rumored to have a podcast. By now. Wait, who? Stephen Tobolowski. He has a podcast. 
You know, I th- as a matter of fact, I think Kevin Pollock has like a podcast too. As it turns out, guys, everyone has a podcast. I don't want to get all bullshit on you. Um. Yeah. Well, anyway, it, it turns out Bear Friend Tur- Tea Party is not the world's only podcast. Mia culpa. Oh wait, but I I have a, uh, a correction. Uh, all right, I have a I okay, have okay. a. Uh, Danny, has a <laughs> Danny has a correction. In the well, it's 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 kind of ha- it's kind of Sorry. half a correction and half a, a, a admission. Um, in episode zero 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 two nine, John Hughes Ring Cycle. Uh, in this segment, how many Daves can we name? I. I, I entered the name David Williams. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I know I know what you're gonna say. All right, all right, go, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, well, I was gonna say that I I just made that name up um, because it sounded like a real name. It does sound like but a real it name. Is, it is though. Is, is it? It was. Did I inadvertently actually name a famous Dave? You think you did? There were a couple other ones. Like, yeah. Like, I think you did several where you were like. You were just making up last names. <laughs> yeah. You were just like using common last names. Right? Dave Johnson. I, I think I, that's I think, a legitimate strategy. I'll have to go back and look at it because I I think I counted. Yeah, you counted it. I think I counted one of them, but I didn't count the other two, and I can't. Off the top of my head, I can't remember exactly what the justification for that was. I don't think you need to apologize for or correct yourself on that one, Danny. I think that was a totally legitimate strategy. Why didn't strategy. you apologize? For okay. instance, I, oh, I did good. count... So when Jer- Jeremy shouldn't. said uh, David... Uh, what did he say? He said Dave Cross, who is a famous yeah. uh, skateboarder or something, some bullshit profession he, like that. Da- David, and I David counted Cross that. is a comedian. No, no, David Cross. Is the comedian. Oh, he only said right. Dave Cross. He said Dave Cross, and then later I say David Cross, and I count that as wait. Okay, right. because there is a famous guy that's just named. So Dave if okay, so if I get I this straight, we saying. have three pairs of famous Daves that all have that have the same name as one another. There's there was David. Co- there were two David Copperfields. Yeah, two, two Dave, Dave Thomases Thomas, and two yep. Dave Crosses. Well, yeah, yeah, but 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 the comedian is David, not Dave. It's count not that. a meaningless distinction unimportant distinction <laughs> it is meaningful but insignificant jeremy what's on the program tonight somebody, does somebody else want to do that part? Uh, I, I don't know really, does it matter okay so here's the, is we that, are, we're, 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 we're does, down does one that person teaser thing help? aren't we down one person but we have like seven times yeah Segment one, as bears in honey drone, be keeping it fresh. Tonight on the program, segment one, as bears in honey drown, be keeping advice. So look, segment one, uh, this is mine. Uh, you guys know we get a lot of email and um, texts and tweets and so on from listeners wanting our advice. They seek our advice on matters of love and romance, career and careers and job, uh, cooking, uh, home home affairs. Yeah, the whole the whole works. We don't give advice on that shit. We only give advice on bees and beekeeping in our popular recurring segment as bears in honey drown. So I've got some questions here from uh, podcast listeners and we'll just go through them. Uh, first one is from Key Largo Bees. And he writes, 
Dear Bear Friend Tea Party, you can lead a horse to water, but I can't seem to make the bees drink. I have bird baths, pond, and watering trays with rocks between 5 and 50 feet of a new hive, and no major activity at any. No ne nearby neighbors have pools, and I've checked with everybody around, and no one is seeing any activity at any nearby water sources. Should I be concerned about my bees, or are they just not needing a lot of water yet? Well, uh, well, Key Largo bees, um, you seem like you are an avid hobbyist bee enthusiast. I, uh, maybe even a bee buff. Um, yep. I'm surprised you made it this far into the beekeeping, um, you know, world without no learning that, that bees don't need water to live. Yeah, nobody, nobody needs water. No. It's a myth. It's an old it's wives' tale. It's, it's, it's a conspiracy. <laughs> it's a conspiracy perpetuated urban by big, big water. <laughs> yeah, I think um, the thing about this guy, he's uh, he's watching the pond, nearby ponds and and uh, wells and so on. You know, it's very possible that they just have water in the hive already. They might have like a soda stream or something. Right, right. And so they're not going to the pond. You know, they're just using their soda off. stream. I'm thinking he's busy. Well, he's yeah, busy he checking be... his pond and his and his bird baths and shit. He ought to be checking his liquor cabinet because I bet they're sneaking a nip there. <laughs> it's very possible. You know, I would I would question the very wisdom of this endeavor in the first place. I mean, what, asking um, us for advice. What's the guy? What's sorry, sorry. What's what's his name? Uh. Key Largo bees. Key Largo bees. You know, the thing I would say to you is, is that, <clears throat> you know, maybe with this whole beekeeping endeavor, you know, you know, maybe you should stop and consider. Stop doing it. Maybe your scientists were so preoccupied is with it whether worth or it? not they could, is they it didn't worth have it? to think if they should. Mm, what key bees? You know? Yeah. That's, yeah. Do you want to be remembered as history's greatest monster? That's all I'm saying. Probably not. Probably that's not. Kind of a straw man, Chris. <laughs> You know, I mean, if a Pirates of the Caribbean breaks down, uh, nobody's going to enjoy Quite a loony ride. selection for a bunch of drunken reprobates. What? <laughs> uh, next. Um, Chris, quest, wait, Chris. Can next I letter. Uh, here? Yeah, Just, next um, letter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know that uh, in the previous email segment, you, have, you, you let on... To our, our show secret that we don't read listener email. So I'm assuming. Uh, I think that, I did say that several I'm episodes that these ago. Are all we should, we should probably correct just that. very long subject lines. That is, you know, I had forgotten <laughs> about that. We only read the subject lines. Yeah, these are extremely. Well, you know, Danny, um, uh, a lot of these are we don't read emails. Right. Uh, a lot of these are tweets. Okay, that's that's more plausible. You can you can tweet Bear Friend Tea Party anytime, night or day, uh, at our new address, at Bear Friend Cast. Is that true? I decided our Wait, old yeah. True? I decided our old Twitter handle was too confusing. Our old Twitter handle was at Bear Friend Tea Party. It's Bear Friend Tea Party without vowels. And I think that's why no one great handle. Yeah, no. I think that's why very few people tweeted us. We're now at. Bear friend cast. Second letter. 
this is from Wombat2. And uh, the subject subtopic is alpacas and bees. Uh, he writes, Dear Christopher D. Gunnard, Jeremy, and Dr. John, Anyone have any experience with alpacas and bees? <laughs> That's the entire question. I would say you definitely don't want to um, have them. You don't want to have them fight against each other in in a like a battle royale kind of scenario. Why? Why? I mean, because that sounds exciting. I, I, why would you not want to do that? Well, because if you want to keep both, you know, if you want to keep alpacas and bees, you know, you don't want them competing with each other. Okay, one llama versus fifty bees. Uh, only fifty. I think the llama wins. Hey, here, wait, we're not talking about llamas. We're talking about alpacas. alpacas. Totally different. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> See, trick question. You don't bury survivors. <laughs> <laughs> Coins were never dated, BC. Alpacas don't lay eggs. <laughs> So, I no, I, I mean, I I'm not sure you wouldn't want them to fight. I like, I th- I I'm threatened by both alpacas and bees. If you get them to fight it out, uh, then you know potentially you, the survive. You know, one one side loses, the other side is weakened. You can take them. Uh, can, can we backpedal a little bit? I don't think that you gotta you gotta play divide and rule. You gotta play divide and rule with domesticated animals. Divide and conquer. Uh, divide and conquer. Thank you. The question didn't mention any fighting. I think it was probably implied. So why are you having them fight to begin with? I mean, and that's the first question. And alpacas aren't domestic any anyway, in the first place. Okay. Wait, are are alpacas not anyway. domesticated? Are they shit everywhere? <laughs> <laughs> Most animals do. Do they yeah. spit? I know I do. <laughs> um, well, they're not camels. Too true. Okay, okay. And that's, that is one of many problems. Okay, one camel versus 50 alpacas. <laughs> no, 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 first. This is a different topic. Are we talking about a, are we talking about a one humper or a two humper? Yeah, a dramedy. Okay. Uh, how many bees? I think 50 isn't enough. I think you need a, a whole hive of bees to take on uh, even an alpaca. Oh, at least. Well, how many are in a hive, first of all? Oh, more, th- more than 12. That's question number one. I mean, at least at least two, because you've got the queen, and then you've got the other kind. Worker. Yeah. So you've got at least two right there. Drone. Okay, three. You've got a queen, a worker, and a drone. So three bees to a hive. Minimum. Minimum. There could be more. I don't think you can sustain a hive with only three bees, even if you have one of each kind. Well, Danny, you, I mean, you can't prove a negative. I can. Oh, well, I stand corrected. That's right. Okay, what are we talking uh, about? Are we on topic uh, three yet? Uh, we proved a negative while you were gone. Uh, we, do you have any more letters? All right. Uh, sorry, we've got no advice for you. The answer is no. I have no experience with it. Let's let's make this a lightning round. I'm just going to read you the topic, and you give this person some advice. John, let's let, let's take turns. All right, my turn. I go first because I'm best. John, this is from author uh, uh, Rawlings98, and uh, the subject line is New Beak, B-E-E-K, New Beak having trouble with aggressive bees. 
Oh, I just give the subject line? Yeah, yeah. New beak, having trouble with aggressive bees. Okay, I guess to that I would say thumbs up. I think um, you need to get in there and intimidate those bees with an alpaca or a llama, a camel, you know, some kind of hoofed animal. No, 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 that's, I, you, no, you could take it to the next one. This that's, is a, li Chris, lightning Lightning, round. lightning, come on, lightning keep round. going, okay. keep, keep it moving. It only goes to one Denny. of us. Keep it moving. Denny, yeah. uh, th this is from Eric Bosworth, and the topic line is bears. Uh, um, hibernates. <laughs> um, country Joe and the... <laughs> Okay, <laughs> that's, that's, that's fish. Uh, honey, bear's gonna steal your what? Build a. <laughs> I'll give you. I'll give you a hint. Last summer, uh, some bears ate one of his beehives, and he doesn't know how to handle the bears. A hint. That's what the question is about. Oh, a hint. He needs to keep oh. the bears out of his beehive. Chris, did you? Chris, did you read the actual okay. email? Okay. I assume these are all real emails to a different forum. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna draw back the curtain a little bit. These are all posts to a beekeeping forum. They are not emails people yeah. have sent no, us. No, you used this joke on like our second episode. Yeah, but I I think that one was never uh released. There was problems with the audio, so I just figured I'd redo it. Yeah, well guess what? There's problems with this audio too. <laughs> yeah, I, I um I'm gonna read you guys uh the final question here. And before I read it, I wanna I wanna just emphasize the fact this was a post on a beekeeping advice forum okay and in fact it was posted by the site founder bee master sure. <laughs> top topic line is why do ufos have external lights uh bee master writes i had to ask this i've never heard a believable reason why a craft from the far ends of the galaxy or further from the universe or alternate dimensions needs external lights <laughs> the only one i ever heard that remotely made sense was to help earthly aircraft from colliding with them but that seems a bit of a stretch <laughs> if they really wanted to stay invisible wouldn't they simply turn them off in the night sky so that they didn't grab our attention in the first place? And adversely, if they wanted to be seen, wouldn't they make more of a statement than just cruising overhead with their running lights on? LOL. If they are just doing it to tease us, isn't that a bit immature for a supposed advanced civilization? So is this in the Res like responses? Is this is this, was this posted in the like the primary forum or then like in the off-topic free chat forum? Well, I mean, it's less funny if I answer that question, but it was in the off-topic free chat forum. So no responses here on the UFO thing. I, I, I guess you're baffled. It is pretty far-fetched that they would have blinking lights solely to prevent earthly aircraft from banging into them. I do like that the fact that they have blinking lights is which far-fetched, not coming from, what was it, quote, <laughs> the other side of the universe or beyond. The far ends, the far ends of the galaxy or further from the universe or alternate dimensions. <laughs> right, a, a lot going on there. You know, um, that's Bee Master for you. I don't know, I, I would just assume that it has to, uh, you know, anything that comes from further in the universe or alternate dimensions, you know, needs to shapeshift to our dimensions and take the form of, you know, helicopters and shit and, you know, 
it would make sense if they had the same kind of lighting. Yeah, that would that would make sense. I think um, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna want to make sure that you're keeping your your hives uh, at a constant temperature. Uh, I, here's I my, here's my real answer. You're a maniac and you run a beekeeping forum, and just like. <laughs> Okay, let's move on. All right, moving on. Segment two. Oh, wait, segment two is reciting four famous speeches at once. Uh, what's a fa- okay, um, I'm just gonna Google famous speech. E-E-C-H, right? Not E-A-C-H, yeah. I like how nobody's prepared for that. We're all Googling. We're, <laughs> we are all preparing for this segment hey. during it. Well, wait, wait, wait. You know what we didn't do is we didn't name the terms for how long the speeches ought to be. I assume just as long as they are. And this is a long one, by the way. This could go on for at least an hour. This is like a filibuster. <laughs> I'm reading uh, The Meaning of July 4th for the Negro by Frederick Douglass. Delivered at Rochester, New York, July 5th, 1852. Hello, this is Dr. Jonathan Bunkers. I will be reciting Abraham Lincoln's second inaugural address. Delivered March 4th, 1865. Alright, what do you have, Danny? This is a uh, an, <laughs> an undelivered speech. That was written for uh, Richard Nixon. That was written just in case, in the event that uh, Apollo 11 mission failed and Armstrong and Aldrin died in space. This is Jeremy Mullis of North Carolina. I will be reading the transcript of an anti-piracy campaign video. Produced by direct broadcast satellite provider, Dish Network. It is a famous speech. Okay, ready? Four, three, two, one. <clears throat> Mr. Hello. President, Fate has your friends, and Mellis and Ted, did you know you are a satellite will address this audience without there is less occasion for an extended as strong a great man than I have. Neil Armstrong. I do not remember ever and then the word as a speaker of the Holiness 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 Laying down their lives in the papers and plaques say that I am to deliver a fourth of July this certainly it is true that I have often had the privilege to speak in this bountiful and to address others will follow but neither their Man will not be denied. Seems to have reached the end. These men wish first, and they will remain. The fact is, ladies and gentlemen, 
in the our hearts between this land and the slave county. For every human being who looks up at the moon and the dim lights to come will know that there is some corner of another world accept that is forever to mankind as well as gratitude. You will not therefore be surprised if in what I have to say I evince no elaboration or preparation, nor grace my speech with any high sounding with little experience and with less learning. I have been able to throw my thoughts and imperfectly together, and trusting to your patience and generous indulgence. I will proceed to lay this network today, and we will activate your existing equipment. For the purpose of this celebration, right is nine ninety-nine per month. It is the now another option available and of more political freedom. With this option, we with brand new is what the password was to be emancipated. When you sign up for a twenty-four month commitment, it carries your mind advantage into the act of your great deliverance. When you sign up for a twenty-four month commitment using digital home advantage, you receive all the following. Professional this celebration also marks TV. the beginning of another and the lowest everyday fundamental and, and reminds you that the upgrade to DDR is superior to the same God. I am glad that it invoked DDR the lowest price. Seventy-six years ago, a good age for a man is but a mere speck in the life of a nation. Three score years of grace in the allotted time of the individual but nation is one of the Let us judge not. Call us today to get your According to this fact, you are prayers of both our cousins of national people. Still lingering in the period of childhood, I the Almighty has his own No questions asked. Woe unto the world, you join in the new and we must need to be that in the dark which lower of that man joining the nearly the eye of the reformers who have decided to shall this one of those but his heart may well be Will yet give Shall we discern therein any departure the nation from the divine the patriot's heart might be sad, and the reformer's brow heavy its future might be sure. Fondly do we hope, and the hope of its prophets go out in sorrow, that this mighty scourge of war in the thought that America is passed away. Great yet, streams are not easy to if God wills, then continue until all the wealth piled by the bond of the sometimes rise in quiet and stately majesty and inundate the land, and refresh every drop of blood the earth with their mysterious properties. They may also rise in wrath and fury and bear away on their angry waves the accumulated wealth of years of toil and hardship. The judgments they, of the however, are gradually flow back to the same old channel and flow on as serenely as ever. With malice toward but well, the river may not be turned aside cherry for all and leave nothing behind with but the withered branch the right and the unsightly rocks to howl in the abyss sweeping Let us strive the on sail, the sad tale of the bright departed glory. To bind as with rivers, so with nations. To care for him. 
Fellow citizens, born I shall not presume to dwell at length on the associations that cluster about this day. The simple story of it is that, 76 years ago, the people of this country were just subjects. The style and title of your sovereign people, in which you now call, was not there before. You were under the British crown. Your fathers esteemed the English government as the home government, and England as the fatherland. This home government, you know, although a considerable distance from your home, did in the exercise of its political prerogatives impose upon its colonial children such restraints, burdens, and limitations as in its mature judgment became wise and proper. But your fathers, who had not adopted the fashionable idea of this day of the infallibility of government and the absolute character of its acts, presumed to differ from the own government in respect to the wisdom and the justice of some of those burdens and restraints. They went so far in their excitement as to pronounce the measures of government unjust, unreasonable, and oppressive. And although such as ought now to be quietly submitted to, I scarcely need say, fellow citizens, that my opinion of those measures fully accords with that of your fathers. Such a declaration of agreement on my part would not be worth much to anybody. It would certainly prove nothing as to what part I might have taken had I lived during the great controversy of 1776. To say now that America was right and England wrong is exceedingly easy. Everybody can say that the dazzler, not less than the noble among the It is fashionable to do so, but there was a time when to pronounce against England and in favor of the cause of the colonies tried men's souls. They who did so agitators, rebels, dangerous men. To side with the right against the wrong, with the weak against the strong, and with the oppressed against the oppressor. Here lies the merit, and the one which, of all others, seems unfashionable. The cause of liberty may be stabbed by the men who glory in the deeds of your fathers. But, to proceed, feeling themselves harshly and unjustly treated by the home government, your fathers, like men of honesty and men of spirit, earnestly sought redress. They petitioned and remonstrated. They did so in a decorous, respectful, and loyal manner. This, however, did not answer the purpose. They saw themselves treated with sovereign indifference and storm. Yet they persevered. They were not the men who looked back. As the sheet anchor takes a firmer hold when the ship is tossed by the storm, so did the cause of your fathers grow stronger as it breasted the chilling blasts of kingly displeasure. The greatest and best of British statesmen admitted its justice, and the loftiest eloquence of the British Senate came to its support. But with that blindness, which seems to be the unvarying characteristic of tyrants, since Pharaoh and his hosts were drowned in the Red Sea, the British government persisted in the exactions complained of. The madness of this course, we believe, is admitted now, even by England, but we fear the lesson is wholly lost on our present rulers. Oppression makes wise men mad. 
Your fathers were wise men, and if they did not go mad, they became restive under this treatment. They felt themselves the victims of grievous wrongs, wholly incurable in their colonial capacity. With brave men, there is always a remedy for oppression. Just here, the idea of a total separation of the colonies from the crown was born. It was a starting idea, much more so than we, at this distance of time, regard it. The timid and the prudent, as has been intimated of that day, were, of course, shocked and alarmed by it. They never meant to cause you any torment. They never meant to cause you any pain. They only want to see you laughing. They only want to see you laughing in the purple rain. Purple rain. Purple rain. Purple rain. Purple rain. They only want to see you laughing in the purple rain. And you know, they don't want to be your weekend lovers. They just want to be your friend. They could never steal you from another. It's such a shame. Your friendship has to end. Purple rain. Purple rain. Purple rain. Purple rain. Purple rain. Purple rain. I never meant to cause you any torment. I never meant to cause you any pain. I only want to see you laughing. I only want to see you laughing in the purple rain. Purple rain. Purple rain. Hello? I don't know. I think I think segment four will be pretty quick. Segment three. Segment four, predictions, Spice Girls Death Order. Uh, Spice Girls Death Order predictions. Real quick, Danny, what's your prediction? Spice Girls Death Order. I'm sticking with my prediction of uh, scary baby ginger posh sporting. I predict that the order for the death of the Spice Girls will come in 2022. Uh, it will be appealed to the Illinois State Supreme Court. Uh, the appeal will be rejected and they will be executed uh, the succeeding year by lethal injection. Uh, that is a, well, a hilarious misinterpretation of the topic. Thank you. 
I was afraid I couldn't give the, a real prediction because I can't remember all their names. All right, good night. Okay, I think I think that Scary will will die at the same time as Ginger and Sporty um, and Posh, and I think uh, I think Baby will outlive them all. That's that's what I think. I think the rest of them will die in a freak accident that is going to be Scary's fault. <clears throat> uh, but they'll be happy. They'll be happy. <clears throat> they'll have lived the lives that they wanted to live. And they'll be content with their their, uh, their place in the universe when they die. So they'll, they'll be happy. And then Baby is Baby's just going to live forever. I think she's going to have her brain put inside a robot. I think she's gonna have her brain put inside a brain put inside a brain put inside a brain brain put inside a robot brain 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 put inside a robot inside a robot 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 a Find Bearfriend Tea Party at www.flowersofdisgust.com. Contact us at bearfriendteaparty at aol.com. Or John's telephone number, which I don't remember. Uh, tweet us at bearfriendcast. You can find us on Facebook, Reddit, Pinterest, Friendster, MySpace, Grinder, Tinder, uh, Snapchat, or at your local bookstore. Good night, everybody. Man, Danny's already left. Usually, I'm the first to quit. All right, John, you're on your own. I'm out of here. Grab your coat and grab your hat. Leave your worries on the doorstep. <laughs> Just direct your feet to the sunny side of the street. I feel like I got that wrong somehow. Oh, okay. I thought it was good. Grab your coat and grab your hat. Leave your worries on the doorstep. Just direct your feet to the sunny side of the street. Can't you hear that pitter-pat? That happy tune is yours now. Life can be so sweet on the sunny side of the street. I used to walk in the shade with those blues on parade ah but i'm not afraid my rover crossed over if i never have a cent i'll be rich as a rockefeller with gold dust on my feet on the sunny side of the street
Okay, solo now. Grab your coat and grab your hat Leave your worries on the doorstep Just direct your feet On the sunny side of the street Can't you hear that bit of hat? That happy tune is yours now Our life can be so sweet on the sunny side of the street I used to walk in the shade With those blues on parade But I'm not afraid, baby My rover crossed over If I never have a cent I'll be rich as a Rockefeller with gold dust at my feet On the sunny side French legumes And the Hong Kong fireworks company not have been necessary All of this would not have been necessary Segment 12